0: Damn. <laughs> Final gravity. Block three. Plato three. Boys, this is episode number nine.
1: We thought we were making this far. We're
0: in double digits. Oh, we're so close to double digits.
1: <laughs> I mean, that beer, mini,
0: that beer mini does make ten. That beer mini does make ten. Oh, man. Whoa. How are we all doing?
1: I'm stressed, guys. C- continued I'm strange stressed. times,
0: man. <laughs> continued strange times.
1: Isn't it weird when it feels awkward to ask somebody how they're feeling? Like, hey, how are you how? doing today? And then the how person's are like, are you today? How the fuck do you think I'm doing? How the fuck do you think... How are you doing? <laughs> are you doing well? What are you doing different than me? Life is crazy. I'm going to be the counterbalance to the, any arguments tonight. I am on the life is crazy train, guys. It life, is crazy.
0: Life is fucking upside down, dude.
1: But before we get into all that, I do want to say on public and on record that it's good to see you both. I'm happy good to see you, with too, both of you guys. Um uh, Again, nine episodes. That's pretty fun. Uh, we... As we shared off air with each other, uh, and I do think it's important to share to our uh, nine listeners, um, that <laughs> that we didn't really plan on getting this deep and this dirty and this dark so quickly. But life kind of took its turn. So, um, yeah, Plato three is always planned the, out. Yeah, we're, we're playing it out. We're seeing it and um, we're willing to talk about it. And hopefully you guys are willing to listen and maybe this this podcast inspires you to talk about it, too. Well, we kind of
2: started geez. planning the podcast right before the pandemic hit. And so it's going to be a little bit different. And then the pandemic kind of uh, changed.
0: Yeah, I, mem- I remember how like we were so gun ho about how excited we were for like the tasting episodes and then education and then talking about, you know, the, the more involved, like, ed- like the deeper education into like beer and stuff. And then all of a sudden, Australia was on fire. We impeached our president, COVID broke out, worldwide pandemic, race riots in our streets.
2: Don't forget about the murder hornets.
0: Murder hornets, which seems (laughs) to have just kind of phased out in like eight days. Like, First of all, if anyone from like a time several thousand years ago were to document this this is literally like the plagues yeah like this is the the beginning of the book of or Revelation or you can see like
1: the Independence Day aliens like looking down and being like just wait just wait just wait we don't have to invade yet They're gonna burn it all down themselves. Don't don't worry. Yeah, they're gonna be like. We will literally not have to waste our weapons on this planet. Just hold back.
0: Three alien versions of us are holding (laughs) spacecraft beer, like on a ship, looking down, being like, "Look at him! Look at it! Oh, look what he did! Look what he did! Look what he said! I can't believe that shit! Who owes me that five dollars? We had five on that, right?
2: I still. I will
1: say twenty. Oh, ahead, 2020 Josh.
2: has been a long fucking century.
1: It has been a long fucking century.
2: God damn it.
1: <laughs> I'm still really excited to come on the air uh, on these times and talk to you guys about, about, or talk with you guys about beer and about flavor and about what we taste and what we like and beer education. But it, it, it has been hard over there's, these there, nine there's episodes. There's no because way we can get away with not talking very about trivial. These things. It feels very trivial right now in yeah. a time where so many flaws of society are being exposed. Are being uh, shown. Um, I think that to me. The, you know, in, in, in no particular order. Um, and this is both not to piss people off. But also not to um, skew my judgments too far in any one direction right now. The things that upset me the most right now. Are, are the obvious systems of inequality in our society. Which are predicated mostly toward minorities. Um, the complete lack of believing in science. That is frustrating to me. It's frustrating to me that we are—we hold ourselves in such high regard as a species, and we hold ourselves in such high regard as a nation, and we are literally willing to look science in the face and say, fuck you. That's not right. That's a problem. And, again, something that is also predicated and kind of goes into, into one, but the enormous wealth structures that exist in society and that are totally out of balance. And, again, this also does skew hard and hits harder uh, minorities – and, and, uh, and, and people who, you know, of different religions and things like that, communities of minorities. But, um, but th- through all this, all it's done for me is really exposed that I live in a society that is not, not great. Not great. Sorry. Oh. If that offends you, I'll help you pack. And if that offends you, you know what fucking t-shirt and hat I'm talking about. So go yeah. fuck yourself. I mean, um, it's
0: just. I have, I mean, call it nihilistic, call it whatever label you want to throw at it. But I've always had that view of humanity. I'm like, I can't believe that I'm the same species as some of these people. As honestly like a good vast majority of them too. Yeah. Like, how are we, how are we all this, like, I don't... Right, I, right. That, that just.
1: How am I a part of this? Yeah. This is literally the question I've been asked myself this morning. How I, am I a part of this? And I look at like, I fit into other this
0: species, and it's like you don't see like just because that dolphin's a different color, like it's not allowed to play with the other dolphins, or it's not allowed you know, to pee in the same ratio. It was
2: just a fairy tale, you know. You
0: know,
1: like I, yeah.
0: human consciousness yeah. is our biggest downfall like the fact that we it's are also our greatest
1: strength. It's also our greatest strength. It, it an separates equal us
0: from every other you know species on the
1: planet. Well, it this is, episode is going to be a here. hoot obviously. This is going to be good. We're going to talk about a lot of positive things. Before we really get down and into it, let's talk about how we've all been. Well, Josh, I, I, wanna, I haven't I wanna, seen I go, you in weeks.
0: Well, I want to go a little let, what are we drinking? Like, All right,
1: podcast, yeah. well, let's... I know, I, I saw Josh with the Corona bottle, so I know that Josh has a Corona well,
2: <laughs> I, t- yep, I, you know, it's a lager episode. I didn't have time to get to <laughs> you a don't store. Get to
1: hide behind the lager episode. We know well, you're No, hold on. hold up. Show the sign. Did, you Show know, the know, sign.
2: I didn't, wait for it. <laughs> I didn't have time to get to the store, so I am drinking Corona's, but also right
1: now, cause this is a heavier oh, episode, and a heavier you brought, topic. You a little, okay. Is that, <laughs> what do you, do you have scotch there? What is that?
2: Yeah, so this um, my brother and I went out to the coast uh, the other week, um, and we found out that a liquor store in Corvallis, which is on our way to the coast, carries Glen um, which is particularly hard to find in the United States. But it's one of the distilleries that he and I yeah. visited while we were in Scotland. And isn't it Something one of the town- it's
1: one of the original Scotch distilleries, right? Oh well, this
2: thing I mean, this distillery is older than our country by a long shot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so we um, it, it's in this tiny little town th- called Old Meldrum. You can take a bus to it from um, Aberdeen up into the highlands and you just end up in these beautiful rolling like what you picture Scotland Highlands to look like. There's this old stone town where the biggest building is this this distillery. And we found out you can buy bottles of it in Corvallis, so I'm nope. um, starting the heavy episode with that, and then yes, I am drinking Coronas on the side <laughs> to wa-
1: to wash down that beautiful, nice Scotch that is older than this country. Our good friend, great taster Josh, is drinking Corona. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck all that we know about craft beer because Josh, Josh has got it down, dude. He's living. Scotch the and
2: Corona, baby. Are scotch you are you doing it
1: with a rock? Or are you doing the Scotch neat?
2: Uh, just a drop of water.
1: Just oh, he's a classy fellow, except for the Corona thing. And that's where we so need to shoot now. I mean, we
0: all we, we all have our shit beer vice. Oh, we do,
1: we do, we do. I, I can uh, honestly
0: say that on the fourth of July, after I had plowed through all of my craft beer, it was time to dig into that thirty pack of Bud Light.
1: Oh, you went Bud Light.
0: I I didn't buy it; it was already there, so I couldn't.
1: Yep. You know what I well, bought the, the other day in cans that I'm I'm gonna actually say and I. Uh, for the folks that are listening, I'm not dropping this as a as a brag. I'm dropping this as a shaming about what I'm about to say. I'm a pro brewer. Montucky Cold Snack is a so fucking good. good goddamn locker, dude. We're actually at
2: the bar I work at. We're about to switch from Rainier's to Montucky's as I our cheap beer option. I would be auction. at that
1: bar every day in a face mask if that was yep. the case. Montucky Cold Snack, here's a shout-out to you from Final Gravity. Your I shit's love dope, dude your shit's delicious it, it, well, and their it, company it is, it is a, is a really great cheap.
2: company they donate to good causes they give back to the community and they just make a great shit you make beer. a
1: full <laughs> flavored full flavored full flavored full flavored shit American beer that I love I'm just sorry. You know, I am cannot it's wait so now good.
0: I cannot wait now because my my next batch of beer is going to be an American fucking lager cool an, an American amber <laughs> lager my oh, my I'm version excited. of like Montucky cold snacks and Yinglings and I
1: I, I do yeah. believe that style needs to come back in a um, in a positive way, uh, but I I think that the only way to bring it back in a positive way is to remember the shit things that we drink and yep. and uh,
0: that's why I wanted yeah. to I wanted to make my own Yingling basically you know
1: <laughs> yep but I I will say just to finish up
2: um, to those people listening out there I started tasting alcohol like I started getting into the tasting of alcohol with whiskeys. Uh, there's a great little bar downtown bend called, um, still whiskey bar. They've got like 300 on the back shelf. I used to be in there every single night after work, trying a different whiskey every night. Um, and so when I say a drop of water, it's literally a drop of water opens up your glass of whiskey. So you can get that much more flavor out of it. Um, just one little drop. It kind of helps to bring out those aromas, those flavors, those different textures and notes. And then, you're not diluting it down with ice or anything else over time, so you still get that whiskey all the way through, and it's delicious.
1: Amen. And as a Scotch drinker, I would say the drop of water tech is the way I go. In terms of uh, in terms of American whiskeys, I actually do prefer the ice dilution over time, but the drop of water in a Scotch, it just puts yeah. it at the perfect spot. A little bit diluted, a little bit below the the hot alcohol, just so you can see the flavor. So. Josh, you're drinking a lot classier than us right now. Thomas? Well, I just finished Uh, my glass of
2: whiskey, so the Corona's coming out now. Oh, (laughs) nice.
1: You're drinking a a staple of mine, by the way. I just want you to know. You're drinking a favorite of mine. The Dragon's
0: Breath? Yep. The Bayern Dark Hefeweizen, or a.k.a. Dunkelweizen?
1: I, I, I feel like years ago they did not brand it as a Dark Hefeweizen. They branded it as a Dunkel, and I feel like now... And I'm, I might be wrong about this. I completely might be wrong, but I'm, I could swear I've bought Bayern Dragon I, from the you know, floor I wouldn't be surprised
0: if they changed the branding because people didn't know because, what a Dunkel was, but they understand it, Dark Hefeweizen. Yep, yep. Yeah. Exactly.
1: But is it is it the way I remember it? Is it a is it a toasty, roasty, sweet wheat ale? Oh, this is. Uh, That's sounds like a yes to me. This <laughs> has got
0: to be like the most solidly brown beer like there are no hints of red it's it's like wood brown it's crazy not like cedar but like pine bark brown it's it's really an interesting like i'm curious how they got that but yeah it's it's dark it's roasty it's toasty but it's also sweet and weedy
1: and clean, and clean. And clean. It's a lager. It's a great, it's a very full-flavored full lager. Yeah.
0: The, I have one more can of this, and I'm going to pour it into a glass. Yeah, and you should
1: show it to people at some point. Um, it's uh, Shout out to Bayern, by the way. They're one of the older breweries in Montana. Am I right there? I believe, there? Uh, and, uh, according
0: to the packaging, they are the oldest.
1: The oldest brewery in Montana. 1897. And lagers are a hard fucking thing to do, no matter what you're brewing, no matter who your brewmaster is. Bayern has consistently put out. Dope loggers.
0: Their uh, faceplant.
1: Which one's that? That's the, a good one. The
0: the uh, the doppelweizen or the doppelbock. I don't know if I had that one. The faceplant is really good. I f- I forget
1: which. Um, I have, I have been to the brewery though, and it is. I mean, they they again. I have they're, too. They're, they they're have an a great they, place. They are they are a, a packaging brewery. They are about putting out great loggers and cans.
0: I love their their day. bar area. How it's got like that massive just big open window on the one side yeah, yeah. so you can like look out into like the oh, Missoula you, Valley you into the mountains. Them. It's yeah. so fucking pretty. Beautiful thing. Let me see. Face plants. Do doppelweizen. Cool. Out of Bayern.
1: Which, Begin. you know, obviously Weizen for our listeners as we continue on the education process, Weizen means some sort of a wheat beer generally. doppel. Would refer to a double strength, so a slightly darker, maltier, and fuller flavored wheat wheat wheat. Lager. I
0: would. Yep, that's like um, I would say the face plan. Again, is I'm, I the, don't have.
1: I'm not actually pulling this up uh, on my computer right now, and my knowledge is it, it's based upon what I've read and remembered. But that's for our listeners. That's generally what it is. Yeah, whole white that and the the face plan strong dark wheat beer.
0: Yeah, the the in my opinion anyway, the face plan is like the big brother to the dragon's breath. Okay, you know, okay. like this is just the, this is just a dunkel. You know, it's a nice, toasty brown, six percent heffy, You Nova
1: know, and we're talking darker, bigger, stronger. Yeah, just
0: like, kicking the teeth. Like you drink it's the like yep. shiv right? Yeah, there. yep. Yeah. Where this is more of like a, you know, this is it's like a, a couple bump. of jabs. This is a friendly
1: bump. Yep. Yeah. A little yeah. sparring you know, match.
0: I am gonna go get another one of those. It's, what are you drinking on there, CJ?
1: I am, um, in solidarity with local breweries here in the valley. I I bought some. Um, some packaged beer from a brewery that uh, previously was not packaging uh, Sacred Waters uh, near Evergreen, Montana. Are they packaging now? They they so they bought all the remaining uh, cans from the R.I.P. Great Northern Brewery in Whitefish, Montana, mm, okay. and especially during the uh, the shutdown times, they jumped on getting a mobile packaging unit in there and packaging some of their beer.
2: Nice. Um,
1: as a brewer and as a supporter of craft beer, I always love to come check out what people are doing new. And as someone who can be critical, but I don't think insulting, I like to see when they're doing those new things, what I can pick up that might be skewing off to the sides or whatnot. Um, Sacred Waters has done a great job of, of using this remainder equipment essentially in these, in these recycled cans to package some really great beer. Uh, Good. so I'm drinking their hazy IPA right now, which they, they rotate. Um, through every batch and i'm also very appreciative of that i think ipa should be your trash can beer it should be whatever you got open whatever's smelling great put it in the fucking tank Um, hops are an organic product and it's really hard to nail them down and and say we're going to do the same thing every time so uh, for me ipa should be your most rotating beer but i'm drinking their hazy number 11 and it is it is juicy it's delicious um, what I really appreciate about this brewery is they're making hazy beers that are still bitter and still dry and still fun. Um, I, Coast, I'm, sure our, I'm sure our nine-episode listeners have realized that I am, I'm not anti-East Coast IPA, but I'm anti-making beer not taste like beer. I still want to drink a bitter, dry beverage. I don't want to drink alcoholic juice. I don't.
0: No. I really don't. If, if I did that, I would go get a margarita.
1: And to be fair, exactly. To, to, to be fair to the East Coast breweries, that's not what they originally made. Maine Beer Company, um, Hetty Topper Mimosa. are not are not carbonated juice beverages. They are beers with full flavors. So I really am proud to drink hazy and unfiltered beers out here on the West Side that are doing that East Coast brewing tradition justice, and that they're making very full. Hop forward, hop oil forward. Tasty fucking beverages, but they're not pandering. They're making a nice, dry, crisp, bitter beverage, and it's it's that tight. To it's have a, a great bit of juiciness. It's to a great it. IPA. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, Do you
0: see what I mean about how brown this is? Yeah, that is it. That is a perfect brown
1: ale color, right? There. That, that's that is dope. just it's just brown. It yeah, looks it. very black from here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the angle at which CJ and that's, I are that's that's what
1: the Minnesota Police Department says on every arrest. How? Can I do that? Can I do that? Uh, you, uh, uh, I think that's a good show. I'll allow it. I think that's a good show. <laughs> sorry, guys. You you earned that one. Yeah, I'm sorry. You earned that one. Oh, um, that that was, that, yeah. That's also a great segue into the topics of our episode. We're talking about what we've all drank, and that's fun and lighthearted. But this is Plato 3, guys. This yeah, is some this beefy is our, shit. Our, 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 this is a we haven't been doing
0: this for six months, but we, we thought this would be a good time to revisit the last six months Which has felt like an eternity for most of us. Uh. What's, what's that?
1: Yeah. Okay. It's back. Yeah. Just an unstable
0: internet connection. Cut that.
1: I'm sorry. There was something on the screen. We're good. I was worried I lost my friend Um, Josh. I was worried I lost him forever, but I'm still here. I swear (laughs) (laughs) we hear you, Josh. Josh. Please don't leave Josh. Josh, are you still there?
2: (laughs) Where am I? Is this the ether? Oh wait, no. Fuck! It's still just twenty twenty. Oh, God, God. It's just 2020, damn it! It's
0: stupid it's year. Just fucking Six months in again. I I repeat <laughs> what I said earlier. An entire continent was on fire. Okay.
2: We, we, we okay. forgot about that. We we actually, and, that. And no one
0: honestly online. does anyone that even was... know if that fire is still going? Has it been put out? Do we do we know what's happening? Well, bro, I brought my sport no right box right
1: here just to do these things.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad you brought And your- I
1: call it the porn box, for those of you who aren't paying attention, because this is normally where I watch pornography. All is right. Australia
2: still on fire?
1: <laughs> the fact that we have to Google this in 2020 should embarrass us all. Australia? Yeah.
2: Australia fires.
0: Man, it's... Yeah. So starting with that, oh. while these two do some research and find out if the fires are still going on... I mean, it started with, it started with fires in Australia that have killed 500 million animals.
1: Worst wildfires seen in decades, by the way. And that is, uh, that's coming right from CNN. Worst wildfires seen in decades. In decades. Look, Montana's, do you remember, do you remember fire season? And Josh, you were here for that fire season two years ago in Montana. Dude, the sky was gray every day in summer. Every day we were breathing. They are saying We were that what on happened we in were on a state of emergency worst, to
0: not go outdoors. Worst because breathing conditions in were awful.
2: Decades. There was um four years ago in Bend, you couldn't see twenty yards down the street, it was so smoky. And like I was bartending at that point in time and I still had people coming and wanting to sit on our patio. And then they were happy when I would see them because all well, these other restaurants are not letting people on their patio because apparently it's dangerous. I didn't see people bitching about face masks then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> clap back josh hashtag oh, I think, clap back I, josh I, I think we Please spread um, th- that hashtag
0: we we, we turn that what, what do they call that a callback, callback Re- referring back. to a joke uh, made earlier to bring things full circle
2: but um as far as i can tell it looks like australia's fires kind of petered out in between march and april yeah that's, like this, okay that's right but at. i just yeah.
0: i just want to point out that people only talked about it in january
1: well, and as and as Josh's and experience ran into it, too, you, like when you researched this shit, it, it stopped getting written about after February because so much other shit was happening. That's not because it stopped. Yeah, not because not it was over. It with. was done. It's like,
0: oh shit! Suddenly, the United States is going to impeach their fucking president because he's a fucking clown shoe.
1: Clown shoe echoed. Hashtag clown shoe.
0: Fucking clown shoes. This is
1: going Hashtag to be a Club very visceral Hashtag episode for dress- our listeners. Our nine of them who are not used to us getting real fired up, guys.
0: You're welcome this to that episode. Third,
1: third Plato, Like, welcome, welcome to, it, to that dude.
0: episode. And we have it's, all been, I'm assuming, I, this we're
2: tired, we're frustrated, we're pissed, we're, we're fired. We're up. drinking.
1: <laughs> it's a good combination. As a cocktail uh, mixologist, right? I usually like about 1.5 parts pissed off to uh, three quarter frustration and three quarter citrus. And that's kind of where we're all sitting right now. Yeah. I threw a little
2: mint in mine, but oh, yeah.
1: Y- well, you're a better man than me, Josh. Thanks for making everybody it's, aware. It's called me. a Hito. <laughs> <laughs> and dad jokes. Here we go. Um, I, I need to constantly
0: we, remind myself why I'm friends with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the reason Us right too. here. Us too.
1: Us too. You know, but for because your benefit. We know. Um, so, And And I say we being all of the people in here. I mean, mean, certainly um, one of the most ecologically diverse uh, continents and countries on this planet uh, engulfed in flames through January, February, and some of March. What else has happened in the last six months?
0: Well, I think that, like I said, we got distracted with the fact that we were about to impeach our president two weeks after we got the news that the fires. And we did it. And then you know, didn't change. Shit. Ep- 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 Epstein didn't kill himself. You know, there was that whole shit. You know, uh, and then all of a sudden, everything got fucking squashed quietly when the virus outbreak happened, and we were all self quarantining for months at a time, unemployed, frustrated with our fucking failed government because they handled that situation like a bunch of fucking. Kindergarten toddlers. Clown
1: shoes. Clown Fucking shoes. Fucking clown shoes, dude. And, 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 <laughs> and for any of you who it. listening who disagree with this, I'm just gonna get it. I'm gonna get a little fiery this episode. Fucking clown shoes. Let's go over the facts. The president of this country was briefed on COVID nineteen in January. In February, we were being told only old people, weak people, can be affected by this. In March. The president was saying we had no idea where this was coming from. In April, I think that comes after March. My brain is so fucking fried. We were experiencing some of the highest case rates of any country on this planet. In May, as everything began to shut down in response to this, the CDC was saying, hey, had we done this a couple months earlier, we would have saved tens of thousands of people's lives. To this day, we still have a government that is telling us that we have done a good job. Guess what? Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. We failed. The numbers do not suggest that at all. We haven't done a good job at all. And because this episode is being hosted and has always been hosted by service industry members, I'm going to say, you know who's being hit hardest? Service workers. Immigrants, minorities, people of color. Who largely work in the service industry and service workers are being hit the fucking hardest. And so, yeah, we're gonna get a little fired up about it because we're also being the first to be asked to recall to be being recalled to work. Yep. And I don't give a shit yeah, there, if you work in a restaurant. shit no, if You do nails. You're being asked to go back to make life as normal when life is not normal. That's what I'm saying. Not even
2: close. What I'm
1: saying there there is no work
0: from home when you're service industry
1: your job you can't is to bartend search. from home. <laughs> can't do nails. Can't cut hair. Can't do anything from home. You, you can't clean a fucking drain pipe from home. And, well, and to and say that is, our government I, has never had a chance to prepare for this is fucking horseshit. It's well, always the been
0: thing, there.
2: 9-11. Yep. I mean, the thing that I was saying we earlier about, before that we shit started too. the episode, um, that I'll say again now, For everyone to hear, the same people who are sitting there protesting for bars and hair salons and all these things to open back up are the same people who are refusing to wear masks now. And like, I don't care whether you actually believe a mask does or doesn't work, which it does. That's what the state's requiring for us to be able to stay open. If you want me to keep pouring uke cocktails, wear a fucking mask into my establishment. So I don't have to try to police you. So I don't have to deal with this, So I don't have to get the fine from LCC so I can keep doing my job. If you want me to stay open, listen to the fucking rules. It's if, not that If hard. you
1: want to keep having your privilege <laughs> and, 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 as somebody who has been uh, historically uh, anti um, any kind of authority, if you want to keep having your fun <laughs> privileges, listen to the fucking rules right now. Cause people are dying. And, um, for anyone smart enough to clap back at the current situation, uh, every day I go to work, I wear a fucking mask. Right now, I'm sitting ah, about six feet away from my friend, but we've been exposed to each other for three months. So if it was going to happen, it's yeah, going to happen. We're good. If you're going out to a place where you might come into contact with someone you don't normally do right now, it is your moral responsibility to put on a mask. And also, as we talked about off mic earlier, if you forget... It's not anyone's moral responsibility to shame you, but when you're walking into places of fun, recreation, cut loose excitement, you don't get the forget clause. Do your fucking responsibility. Put on a mask. There's a lot of other ways this thing can go around. Sure. That's not a defense. It takes three seconds. I've timed myself and I'm a line cook. I'm fucking fast as shit takes three seconds or less to put on a goddamn mask. Put it on. And that's to everyone out there right now. Because we are out here, cooks, bartenders, brewers, chefs, servers, whatever, dishwashers. We're back at work. And we're grateful for that. We're back at work for you. And we're grateful for that. Be grateful to us. Put on a fucking face covering. There's no
0: reason to be a shitty
1: human being anymore. Nope. There never was in the first place. There certainly ain't anymore. Put on a face covering. Although, to to, to get
0: fired up about, like, I feel like, well, I'm glad the pandemic numbers were low in, in retrospect, given the actual world population. You know, there's 7 billion people, you know, 11.9 million million were affected that's like 1% of the actual total world's population whatever it is uh we got the dane cook of plagues of pandemics we we needed a bet we needed a better plague to to wipe out some of these fucking morons
1: I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm not going to disagree with that at all. I mean, uh, and I
0: will say personally too, like, yeah, go ahead, take me with it because well, there are too we, many we, fucking people on We got the Dan Cook planet. of
1: presidents, to be fair, too. And we I'm sorry, no. Dan Cook, because actually, you're better than that. You're you're not great, but you are better than that, Dan. And I'm sorry. No, there is like we we got oh
0: we got the Donald Trump of presidents is what happened. Yes, we did. We, we, we didn't get Donald Trump as a president We got the Donald Trump of presidents He just happens to be Donald Trump
1: I believe he's one of the nine people That listen to this show And uh, and uh I'm going to keep believing Donald them. Trump if you're listening Fuck you He's easily got enough you, time in his my presidential friend bill You are
0: the biggest clown shoe In this fucking circus
1: <laughs> Fuck you dude Fuck you I hope your whole rotten family goes to jail Um I bet and you and we I've just been lost there. half I've our leadership, there. So there I'm okay with it. I can say it. that I fucking get to say that. I hope your whole rotten white ass family goes to jail. Oh my god! There Man. has
2: never I, been – although
0: I did see the best meme today. It was a, it was a political cartoon, and it had Kanye, Joe Biden, and Trump all up there, and their titles were "Gay Fish 2020," <laughs> Tur- "Turd Sandwich 2020," and "Douche Canoe 2020."
1: Which was one like switch. I'm, I'm gonna let you an figure order. that I out. I think it's an order. I think it's an order. Yep. A uh, uh, turd sandwich Which is, is, Joe Biden, is Joe Biden and Dushkinos. Is Donald yep. Trump?
0: They are. They are specifically in order. Oh,
1: and again, again, as someone who is, by the way, we 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 live in a two-party system, and that's never been able to be changed since America was founded. Uh I don't want to vote for Joe Biden. I don't I, want to do that. But this, this is why I struggle I to vote don't, at all we but but I know I have to yeah, have but to. this is why I no, no, struggle no, 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 to Let's rephrase it. You don't have to. In fact, the reason that makes it a democratic vote is that you don't have to actually participate at all. However, you have to understand that if you don't participate, you have no right to complain. That is the thing that goes out to everybody. You do not have make, to vote. I can
0: make I can make observations. You do
1: not you don't you can make observations, but if you do not participate, even knowing, even knowing, and I've been on this side before, even knowing your vote might not matter and honestly, Sometimes it doesn't. Sorry, that's really hard to admit, but it doesn't. You don't get to complain at the end of the day. Part of this society is buying into the fact that you still have to show up and participate. And participation does not mean winning. And that sucks. That fucking sucks. But it's like dodgeball in high school, dude. You, me, and Josh were all on the same side of the line. And the dudes who still have girlfriends... Are on the other side of the line, right? <laughs> the fucking rip, jack motherfuckers. Okay, actually, you two, I think, are still maintaining a proper romantic relationship. I have failed mine. I'm not. But the point, is, point is, the guys in high school that still had girlfriends, um, are jacked up and on the other side of the line, and that's just the, that's the spread. It's always the spread. But if you remember all the Revenge of the Nerds movies, if you remember all the loser movies of the '80s and early '90s, at least we fucking showed up. At least, we, at least fucking up. we fucking showed up. At least we fucking took the hits. At least we fucking took the fucking fastballs to look, the Look chest. at what happened
0: with Jeremy Piven and PCU, man.
1: You know, you show up, you show up, oh, and you, man, and, and you and you contribute, and you state your opinion publicly. That's what voting is about. Voting is about saying, "Hey, I'm against this," and you get to say it in a quiet, controlled booth. But at the end of the day, you get to walk out of that booth and be like, "Yo, man." I voted for that shit. I, did. I, I did. made a choice. I made a choice. Well,
2: the thing the uh, a post that I saw recently which really resonated with me. Cuz you were saying, you know, it's a two-party system and I think it's insane to think a two-party system can represent 350 million people or whatever the number is. Amen. It's going down because Amen. of COVID obviously, but <laughs> but um I yeah, the the post I saw it said um Something along the lines of, I want to apologize to all the old Democratic Party, um, or all the old Democrats out there who think that all of us young people are actually part of your party. We're not. We've seen the two-party system. We understand that we're not going to remove the two-party system. And the Democratic view falls closer to what we want. So we will pretend to be Democrats so we can have our voices heard, so we can make the changes that we want. So no, we're not going to vote for your establishment candidates. Yes, we are going to do everything that we can to change your party into what we want it to be. I'm sorry that you don't like that.
1: (laughs) A fucking man. A fucking man to... To young people who are Democratic, who are realizing that the Democratic Party doesn't necessarily have to represent your views to be Democratic.
2: See, that's the thing is I don't consider myself a traditional Democrat in any means. Nor do I. But I'm going to roll into some aspect of that party so I can start making the changes that I want to see and I can help be a part of that. The more young people that start to show up in that party and voicing their opinions, the more that party is eventually going to have to listen to what they want.
1: It's unfortunate if that
2: party wants to continue to be It's
1: effect. unfortunate that our two-party system forces that Democratic Party to be so moderate because the GOP continues to expand to the right at a vicious rate and continues to start heading down the path of of nationalism and 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 of um, of party rule yeah. and double speak and all these things so fucking fast and because Because the Democratic Party so early on decided to be the counterbalancing argument, they are forced to be moderate. And progressivism in this country is seen as as the enemy, and that is such a sad thing. Until people stop
0: being greedy, which is (laughs) not likely to happen anytime soon, especially in the political world, but as soon as people stop wanting – As soon as greed stops, you know, being at the helm of this fucking disastrous train that should go off the fucking rails, a two-party system is never going to fucking work. The the greed and corruption is too for, like, look at what happens when you give a clown power to rule a country. This is what he does. Look at what happens when you give the wrong people power to police your cities and states, you get people being murdered in the streets. Look at what happens when you give power to the wrong fucking people that haven't been trained properly or haven't been screened properly or psychologically evaluated in the right ways to be right. like, are you actually going to, to bring some good to this?
1: Or are you just going to continue to fuck us? So as as that much one. as much that's as I want one. to keep bashing the president and and we <clears throat> we deserve we have the right to bash the president and he is a fucking clown and uh and in in summary uh a summary I will say that uh summary summary and summary in summary sumary- I, <laughs> I will say that um that we 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 never should have been limited to a two-party system. I mean we we tell ourselves that we live in a society that's not black and white, but if you have a two-party system isn't that black and white? Right? Is it like the the idea that there's no new thought being injected is detrimental to democracy but this is an episode about well, recapping so we can't just the, stick the on the new this.
0: thoughts are there just no one has like look at uh what was it uh bob marley
1: that was like when the the, well, the, the power that, right, of love right, right, over right. overcomes the love of power i'm not saying the new the new thoughts aren't there but if you don't give them a voice equal to the other voices they get drowned out and that's been proven yeah. time and time again in american and that's Politics. all because of who's got the deepest pockets. Here's like something else I, I want to black. recap on. And this is because I was driving to work today and we they were talking about it. And this goes back to COVID-19. The reopening of schools. Our president right now and our Department of Education is saying schools will reopen on time or state governors will face punishment. Florida I is I want to know what you guys feel about that. Florida is Forcing schools to open Nobody here. Nobody here is a parent, by the way. I want to make that clear, right? No, no, as far as, as we far know. As, as know, far I as we no know. I know, um, yeah. I have children. Yeah. I do have a
2: very, very good friend, um, co-worker, who is a single mother. Uh, I'm not going to divulge too much more about that. Um, but she's a wonderful human, and she has been on the fence on whether or not she can even come back to work. And even if she can stay in Bend because of the potentiality of her kid not going back to school. Right. Because if her kid isn't in school, then she takes on that burden of raising her child, of teaching her child and of somehow, um, you know, providing for her child, which she can't do all of which all all of those things while working a full time job. There's just not the community. So she, um, the Oregon school district, Announced recently, and of course this is all subject to change still, that kids of her child's age in elementary school will be going back to school full-time. Middle school and high school will be part-time, or no, middle school will be part-time, so half in class, half out. High school will be almost entirely online. Um, But had, and if it gets to the point where her kid can't go back to school, she can't stay in bed. She will be forced to move home to Portland with her parents. Um, and so there's this very, uh, dramatic, like I don't personally have a kid. I don't, it, I don't even pretend to understand that struggle myself, but Nope. you know, this is one of my best friends and she might have to leave town because she will have to care for her child without a school to help.
1: I, um, I have close friends who are parents. I've had, um, I've had intimate partners who are parents, um, and I've interacted with their children. Um, I myself have never considered myself uh, ready to to do that. But, I'm too uh, selfish for that shit. But I, but I, that's not a dislike of of youth or child uh, or children. And um, I love being. Oh. Around. I, I was a, I was a fucking camp counselor for for years with the YMCA. Um, what's being asked right now? What's being burdened on both families and state governments is appalling. Yeah, it's appalling. These these white old men, these gray haired, limp dick, white old men come on TV. I stand by every word I just fucking said. Come on TV and say, hey, I stand by every word you said too." they say, hey, we got to we got to put these people back to work. We Got to put these children back in schools. All these things. We got to teach them the wrong thing. Donald Trump's not putting a child back in school at the threat of, of their own life. Are you kidding me? Fuck, and, and clap back. Baron Trump, no, that dude's getting screened every fucking day. Mike Pence, no, he's not putting a child back into a toxic situation. They are demanding that people, they will go on TV. Oh, knock my computer over. They will go on TV and say, uh, you know, hey, we shouldn't use this for political purposes, right? We shouldn't make this political. But then they'll go on TV and say, we're going to get schools back up right and ready. How is that not political, I ask you? How is getting the numbers right before an election year not political when you're threatening somebody else's young child? You yeah. know?
2: What, what, what? When it's you, not just the young child, I mean, think about the teachers, right? Schools are you. notoriously you're right. you're cesspools. Absolutely right. Like, kids go to school, people get sick, period. So.
1: Think about the lunchboxes, I mean, the before janitors, COVID, the teachers. When kids go everything. back to
2: school, someone who doesn't even have a child or relate to someone with a child, I get sick because they're coming into my establishments. So suddenly you have these kids who might not even be showing symptoms. What happens if one teacher catches it? And then all the teachers in a school district suddenly have COVID.
1: I ask all of you, not to interrupt you, Josh, I'm sorry, but I just, I had a thought. I ask all of you out there who are skeptical about what you just said over the last three or four minutes to ask yourselves this in the mirror is the state of the economy more important than the state of human life in this country. Ask yourself that is the state of the economy. But unfortunately,
2: the people in power think it should.
1: The people in power use that because the economy is such a powerful tool in 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 elections and in in swaying political view. To say I have a good economy, I presided over a good economy is such a big thing. Guess what? The metrics for this economy don't affect most of Americans. So again, ask yourself this question: Then is the comfortability of the rich? More important than the life of the poor. Currently, yes. Unfortunately, so. Unfortunately, so.
0: There is no, and that has been. I mean, shit. You going back to fucking Egyptian or Roman times? It's exactly how that was. The the prosperity of the rich was more important than than the health of the poor than the health of the poor than the health and livelihood of the poor that's it's never changed it's been it's
1: never changed thousands in a capitalist society it's never changed in a capitalist society we haven't explored enough other options to understand what it could do but it's never changed in a republic and it's never changed in a in a, in a democratic capitalist society the the people that own you care always care more about themselves than they do of you
2: right well, we could all
1: agree on that yeah. yeah that's why people have slaves or why why people
0: had slaves? I mean, no, I'm they sh- still have slaves. Sh- quote
1: unquote. Quote unquote. Wait, I
0: yeah, I'm sure there are still some <laughs> places in the world where slavery is still a thing. I I you would know, argue we are all
2: slaves of a capitalist society.
0: Um, we're we're slaves to clocked linear time based on an hourly wage to build someone else's kingdom.
2: When when you and I and CJ are struggling to afford rent or struggling to afford food or struggling to afford those repairs that you need on your truck and the owner of the establishment you work at has a new $30,000 boat or whatever it might be. I'm not saying this specifically about your establishment, but just in general.
0: In an older house that could probably use some renovations that's not worth a whole lot of money and yet some out of stater comes in and builds a million dollar home across the street from you and drives up the cost of property and taxes and everything else. And then I can't afford to live in the place that I've lived in yep. for so long. And it's not because, and I'm, and my wage isn't increasing to, to match poverty. Like,
1: Right. Well, and, and since we are who we are and since I, I, I want to always emphasize to the people who listen to us, how our fee might be that we are, um, I sit with, with, with two other people that I believe are, are loving people, are all inclusive people, are, are caring people. Um, we are three white dudes, right? Yeah, and so whenever, so. Whenever, we, whenever we, whenever we bring up wealth inequality, however it might affect us, first I wa- world problems, I want to, I, I want to remind everyone that we also recognize that the same things that we go through every day, uh, populations of minority in this country go through 10 times every day, you know?
2: And I guess I would like to clarify. When I say we're all slaves to capitalism, I in no way mean that our struggles as me, like right, lower right. middle class to poor impoverished people at all compared to slavery in what it used to be and what it has. The been terminology to many, many that has been no, used and, to and express, that's the, express that's frustration. That, that's
0: also what I meant about my statement is, too. This yeah. is it's not a comparison right, with right. with being a slave, but. It doesn't matter to me. Like it doesn't matter if you're if you're white, you're black, you're Asian, you're Middle Eastern, African, South American, Caribbean. It, it does the Spanish. It doesn't matter. Right. Like we are all technically slaves to that fucking economic e- machine. economically.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. We we, yes. we we all experience disenfranchisement due to the economic structure that exists in this country right now. Um. But again, as a because we're a um. This is a re topic episode and a rehash of a lot of things. And we just got onto these the this harsh language about um, inequality in this country. Let's talk about um, what's been happening uh, with with the fight for racial justice in this country. Because that's been another big I mean, there's big a, thing that's a, happening.
0: There's a sign in my front window, you know, quoted from Rage Against the Machine with the Black Lives Matter fucking fist that says fist in the air in the land of but, hypocrisy because it's literally what I feel like I live in.
1: Let's let's get personal for a minute because I I want to I want to tell people out there that um, I've always considered myself a well educated person and I read a lot and I I loved history as a kid, right? But I sat in those classrooms and I literally you know read the Civil War history as like well we defeated this and I'm sorry to say that yeah. like it's, that sucks to. Like, but that's a, that's an honest and like, as a kid, I was like, "Yeah, we we got rid of that, right? Like, we we tossed that out of society. Now we fucking didn't. No, we, we, what we no, got we rid didn't. of was the physical act. We didn't we, get rid we, of the idea. We we got rid of the surface structure of it. The iceberg that laid beneath below the load of water is still there and growing every you day. You couldn't
0: own those people anymore, but that doesn't mean you
2: couldn't not treat them like absolute garbage.
1: I think it's like the Titanic hit
2: the iceberg and then went full steam ahead anyways, because, well, the icebergs (laughs) behind us now,
1: it's exactly like that. It's exactly (laughs) like that.
0: And guess where the Titanic is Uh. still at the bottom of the fucking ocean, because if they (laughs) pull it up now, it's just going to fall apart. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Are we, are
0: we too far gone? Like, are, are we as a society? Like this is, this is a question that's been bugging me a lot lately. Like, are we as a society too far gone to undo this fucking madness?
1: I'm an optimist and I believe the answer is no. But I'm also a realist and I believe the answer is we're pretty fucking close. We're pretty fucking <laughs> like close. It, the, the, are we going like, I really feel
0: like we're going to reach a point where there's going to be no turning back.
1: There has to be. Uh, you have to hit that, well, that, uh, that that meridian where there is there is there's no going.
0: Although back. I do really enjoy the thing I read the other day that was just like let's just all keep fucking each other until we're all the same color. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a great fucking way to solve that problem!
1: Sex might joking, solve the world's problem. Joking, like Raise I am. My number is on our Facebook page. I don't actually know if we have one of those, but my number is on. We do. Okay?
0: We have access. Ax- we all three of us have <laughs> access to the emails, just send them there.
1: Yep. Um.
2: um No, I think um I I don't think we're past that point. I mean, obviously you look at Germany um and what they went through with World War II and where their national pride was at since then. I I was very blessed when I was young, I got to go to Germany when they were hosting the World Cup which I later found out as I grew up was the first time national pride was shown in Germany since the end of the world war. Um, I mean, so I got to, I got to be there time. to experience. Yeah, they was, they I was going to say time. it's
0: Germany. There's a lot of beautiful things about Germany, the landscape, the architecture, the beer, you know, yeah. the
1: the Volkswagen. The the Porsche.
2: (laughs) Uh, BMW. You you know, you go to this place and they, they celebrate what they did wrong, right? Like they, you don't see, um, Nazi flags flying everywhere, but on pretty much every- Acknowledgement
0: like of, hey, we, we fucked up our bad and-
2: Yeah. When, anywhere you go, you can find a monument to a Jewish family that was killed. They have them on the street. They have them as statues. They have uh, memorials to all these families and anywhere where there is some sort of a monument to what was to the Nazi institution. They have another monument next to it explaining why they felt it was worthwhile to keep that there to continue educating people not to make those same mistakes.
0: That makes sense. And
2: I think obviously America has not gotten to that point yet. Although well, sometimes I
0: mean, in it's been nearly. 80 years since World War Two, and Germany is still getting a bad rap for that.
2: Yeah, and they still feel guilty about it. Like I said, I got to be there one of the few times they've shown national pride since then and it was beautiful to see these people coming out in excitement for their country. But they don't do what Americans do. Like Most Europe doesn't. You don't have people driving around with their flag in their back window every fucking day. Right. Um, and although we aren't to the extent of the Holocaust, we have huge national atrocities and we are currently in this weird dichotomy where it almost feels like it could happen again, but none of us want it to. And so I don't think we're at the point where we can't come back because obviously Germany did and they've done a great job acknowledging their failures and moving forward from it. Yeah. But we very need to be very careful country. on the line we're walking. Unfortunately to make sure we don't cross it the wrong the way. The
0: United States is uh very parochial as compared to a Germany. That's more of like a sophomore in high school, just given time as an actual country.
1: I had, um, this, this might be too personal to share on air, but I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to do it for this conversation. I had a, a, a very, uh, deep conversation with my father, who's a very smart man and, uh, and a very good person. Um, We have different views, but he's a very good person. But he he said, you know, my my frustration is that tearing down monuments in this country erases history. And I said, you know, Dad, for a while there, I thought the same thing. I mean, I was very inspired by the Winston Churchill quote, a country that forgets its past
2: is is doomed is doomed
1: to repeat it. But then I said, hey, man, we got history books. We got museums for a fucking reason. Yep. We don't need to remind ourselves every day. We don't. Need no, to re- but the we, museums we don't, we don't and the history remind, books
0: need to be written properly. They
1: need, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And there's no disagreement with that. Very we can, much. we can, we can argue up and down how how history is not uh, accurate in a history book. Absolutely. But so the, I mean, point we is, the point is, starting on Nikola
0: Tesla. The point is, we're not going down that rabbit hole. You.
1: <laughs> You shouldn't have to drive down a street every day to go to work and feel a symbol of oppression staring down at you from a permanent fucking monument. And that's when I looked at uh, – oh. I didn't look. I kind of looked, you know, cerebrally, but I talked to my dad and I said, Dad, I'm white. I've never been oppressed. I that That's not to say I haven't had the best of lives. I made mistakes,
0: and I've—I don't believe that's necessarily true. Well, but that, I'm white. Well, no, not that you're <laughs> white, but <laughs> if, if I remember my history co- correctly, the Egyptians had Jews as slaves. Right, right, right. Which, well, during can... the time, Middle Eastern, I'm sure we were more dark skinned There weren't a lot of whole, you whole lot of Europeans, as, but, but
1: but for okay, so just to to address that argument, my opinion to to address that argument. The last five generations of my family, in no way, can claim they have been oppressed in the same way that African Americans or other uh, other minority groups have been in this country. Okay. The uh, I, I can um, say I'm Irish. I can say uh, yeah, I am. The, the Irish I, thing totally I it, comes I up, it, but I get it. But I, I am not disagreeing. I've I've walked through all these points in my head, and I'm at this point right now. Me as a person. I have never been oppressed. No. Okay? No. So how does it make sense for me to say that is not oppressive? It doesn't. It doesn't. If I have never felt that feeling of my, my consciousness held under two inches of water because of who I am or what I believe in or what I look like, constantly... Then I have no right to say, Hey, oh, you're offended by that? Big fucking deal. It's my history. And if you have a problem with that, suck on it. And I'm, I'm serious. I told my own father, I told my own father, history is history, but some of our history ain't that good. It's not. Yep.
0: Most of our history is <laughs> not good. that good.
1: So why do we celebrate it? Why do we make such a big deal about holding on to it?
0: Because maybe one day a generation will actually learn from it and
1: correct the
0: mistakes right. that we have been making. But maybe maybe making. we're
1: wrong about holding on to it and saying that's the education. Maybe the education is tearing it down, and I stand on that. Well, and-
0: I feel like there's a, there's a bridge to gap between both sides of that because some things need to be torn down because they probably shouldn't be remembered. And other things need to be kept up because you want to remember them. I
1: agree with you, but let me put you on a hard question, and you know that I love you. Well, let me put you on a hard question. Nathan, Nathan Bedford Forrest is largely acknowledged as the founder of the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. Does that statue deserve to be st- torn down or held up due to history?
0: Depends on what the statue is representing. I would have to see if...
1: if what could if it, I, What could it not represent? I mean he is, he is the founder of the Ku Klux Klan. I clan.
0: feel like it would for me it would be aesthetically driven. It would depend on how the statue of him is depicted. Sure. If it's him in a full um I don't know the name of the 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 garments right. that they wear, but if he's in a full Ku Klux Klan, I would say probably not. But if it's him in a in a suit, I'd be like, leave that up and explain to people who that is. And what he dressed
1: like, well, but you're not, would, you're not advocating for the fact that just because he's in a suit, he's not no longer a white supremacist. Just to be clear, no, I'm not taking
0: anything away from that. I feel like that that it's it's the aesthetic representation, you know. Because if you see them out, if you see that person's face, if you're able to look into a version of that person's face, you can see that they're still human being. If he's wearing a mask covering, you don't see that he's human. So you lose a side of connection with that because you are both human beings. You know, I you guess... You were looking at it as a human being as a representation of a human being. Right. So with that... You know, like, Bounty Hunters, Boba Fett. We'll go Star Wars right now. Never saw their faces. Why? Because you never wanted to... They never wanted you to, to see that they were uh comparable to any other species they were trying to remain anonymous so if you give a face to that i think it's that's where the line
2: for me would would be the difference interesting josh i i guess um to kind of bring it back to what i was talking about in germany i don't think removing statues of racist people is removing them from history right Germany doesn't have a single statue of Adolf Hitler, but no one's ever going to forget that man. Right. True. You have right. photos and maybe statues of him in museums. You in have history, history books. books. You, you history teach books. about him and you learn about him, yeah. but he does not need a fucking statue on main street to remember who the fuck he was. Absolutely. We do not need statues right. of a Confederate generals to remember who they were.
1: Ask yourself, is there anywhere a statue of Adolf Hitler in Israel? And there are, are there Israelites saying, wait, 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 we don't want to forget what happened there. We don't want to forget that. That might be a thing. Or, no,
2: Germany will never forget what Adolf Hitler not, did, but they're never going to put up a statue of him either. There's
1: not that. So we have a country that is very dedicated toward this. And, and, and by the way, I'll remind the listeners again. I lived in, grew up in and consider myself very much partly from the south. Uh, New Orleans, Louisiana was very much
0: partly like 60% of the time. It works all the time.
1: (laughs) New Orleans, Louisiana was, it was a home of mine for a very volatile part of my life. And it also educated me so many ways toward, toward what, um, what race relations look like in this country. I was, I was shocked, but I, I was shocked because I was a white kid who grew up in a white neighborhood who went to a mostly white school who went down to a place that was not mostly white. So I all of a sudden was injected into this idea that was very uh, antithetical to um, what I was used to. I wasn't yeah. taught racism, but I was taught that it was better to be with my own kind. And I'll, I stand, actually, I'll stand on that.
2: Yeah, I actually very recently, with everything going on, learned about Oregon's history of racism. Yeah.
1: It's got a good um, one. It's got a real which, fucking
2: good one. You know, because you're you know you're talking about being born and raised in the South, um, which for any American, you think of racism, you think of Jim Crow laws, you think of the Civil War, you think of the South. Right. For those people who don't know, you know, I was born and raised in Oregon, and here's the shit that you never learn in a history book when you're a kid from Oregon. Oregon was the most racist state in the union for a long time set
1: up We were dedicated. actually
2: founded on a constitution that did not allow black people
1: to, to own
2: here. property in yeah. our state. And that was there until about the 1920s. And then the racist statements, although, although the effect of them was removed in the 1920s up until the 1980s or so, like maybe even 1990s, it was still, uh, the the way the Oregon Constitution was phrased, still separated whites, Negroes, and mixed breed people. Yep. Um, and th- th- that was up until very recent. Actually, in Bend, there's uh, Pilot Butte is the main butte. It's where fireworks go off every night. There used to be uh, uh, monthly marches up Pilot Butte by the KKK to burn crosses on the top of the butte to tell black people they're not welcome here. Right. And this was up until like the late 1900s. Like, Oregon was founded on racism, and Home they don't the teach that in history books. Home of the free. You have to do that research Land for yourself. Brave,
1: but you're not welcome here. You're not welcome here.
2: Or Oregon was founded, uh, you know, a lot of people now call Oregon a utopia. Because it's got all this great outdoors, all the beer, it's a peaceful place, and it's actually one of the more progressive states in the union now. But the reason it's called a utopia, the reason that verbiage started getting used was because it was originally founded to be a utopia for white people.
1: Yep. It sh- that's it, it how that became was. a thing. Yes, it was. It was going to be anti-slavery, but it was also going to be anti-black. No blacks allowed. No, no. We no. won't
2: have slaves, but that's just because black people won't be here. Originally, the rule was uh, any black person found in the state would be whipped 40 times every three months until they left.
1: I don't know how much time we got left before editing and things like that, but I want to say that maybe, <laughs> maybe this organic episode of, uh, of Final Gravity is we're, about.
0: We're doing pretty good, man. Look, we're actually right about an hour.
1: Are we? Good. Yeah. Cause we got some more yep. things to talk about, but we can edit that shit. We. I don't edit. Uh, you guys edit that shit. <laughs> <laughs> We I don't, don't usually I don't, edit things don't out. Don't do what we steps. say, we mean. Mostly because I don't know how to use a fucking computer. Oh, there's definitely,
0: um, there's definitely a beer mini t- or two. Like
1: just, a, just yeah. a, the ramblings. Just, just <laughs> yeah.
0: There's definitely going to be some fun shit coming.
1: Yikes! I've said some inappropriate things. I'm sorry to the people I've. Heard.
0: I feel like the whole. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, the whole even, pre-episode. The MAGA, even
1: the maga hat wears. I'm sorry if I offended you, dude. But like, <laughs> the, uh, fuck you.
0: The whole pre-episode mass discussion <laughs> may just be a mini in and of itself, like a five-minute mini. <laughs> Where actually, though,
1: no.
0: I'm actually. Oh yeah. Um, so, listeners, all three of you, make sure you keep an eye out for our now uh, apparent <laughs> beer mini about wearing nope. masks in service industry situations. I was just going to say, maybe,
1: maybe this episode might inspire some people to to do some reading about uh, historically about um, where they come from. And I don't mean that just as a bashing. Let's bash the white race. I don't mean that is just as a BLM supporter. I mean, that as everybody. Maybe we could all benefit during this time by doing some research into our organic human history. And maybe we can look at ourselves in the mirror and have some humility and remember that. Look, now Irish people were great either. Go read. We we, we got some. We did some bad things. Not all Scottish people were great either. Oh, no. Um, the Irish the, not only did the,
0: bad things, but I was reading something about like the whole immigrant scheme where we were. Look, the Irish were being brought over if, as slaves also.
1: If you want to tattoo a fucking clover on your shoulder and call yourself Irish and you don't understand how offensive the term black and tan is, why don't you go read a fucking book? Why don't you go read a book? And, again, that is not to promote anything over one, one's. But what I'm saying is we should learn our history right now. We should really look at it under a fucking microscope because it's not great. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. It's not great. It's not I guess that's the
2: point I was trying to make was, you know, you were talking about being from the South and being raised in this kind of a society, but not always realizing it. I'm from fucking Oregon. You don't think about Oregon in that way. You don't. it wasn't until all of this stuff started happening. And I really started to pay attention where I was like, holy shit, I am from a racist fucking state. Yep the reason Oregon is so non-diverse is because we were racist as shit for a long time. And although I am not for that and I don't support that, that is what I come from. And so I need to be aware of that and I need to learn that and I need to acknowledge that. And and it was, it was,
0: I guess, completely different for me then, because I grew up on the East coast where diversity was fucking celebrated. Yeah. You know, I mean, between the, the, uh, marches in in Washington for the the million man march to the Puerto Rican Day parades to celebration of uh Greek festivals and German festivals and just all of these different cultures inter- intermingled and everyone was able to celebrate mo- pretty well peacefully because they were in such large communities that they just all got together within their own communities and didn't have to worry about <clears throat> Uh, people from outside coming up and inter- interfering, although um, you, you will get, you know, your, your involvers that will step in and of course cause problems because people are just, or certain people are just natural um instigators or purposeful instigators, you know, or they're just looking to start a fight for no reason because that's what they believe their right is as an American. But growing up through all that culture, I mean, through all of that, Plus, you know, living near large cities like Philly and Manhattan, Brooklyn, and uh, Camden, which is like one rated one of the worst crime cities in the wor- in the world for the last, or at least the U.S. for the last like ten years. You know, so growing up with exposure to things like that, it just—I never. It, it it was never even like a, a question. And my grandfather fought in World War Two. He hated Japanese people. Like someone bought him a, a Sony alarm clock. He's what is this Japanese shit? And fucked through across that's the room.
1: Institutional racism.
0: Right? You know, like it's that's you know that was some like real shit. Yeah. You know, like I think my dad used to. Yeah, I think my dad used to joke around and tell me that he used to park his Nissan down the block. So when he came to pick up my mom for dates, his, <laughs> her dad didn't see it. You know. So it's like, yeah, institutional racism and things like that. And I, I grew up being like, I, but, I, but I go to school with black people and they're just like me. We like the same music. We think the same girls are cute, you know? Like
1: It's, it's, it's so funny that a lot of our institutional racism has come from isolating communities. Um, uh, w- 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 gentrification. We usually use that – white people usually use that. I've I, I, I moved out here from Portland, immigrated from Portland, um, <laughs> because it was getting too expensive. I couldn't afford to live uh, because uh, wealth gentrification was happening. But I don't think what we talk about a lot is is racial gentrification, and that is that
0: – Moving to Montana was mental gentrification for me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We actually promote a society, and capitalism promotes a society, where wealth would be predicated upon where you live. And so affluent people want to move to more affluent neighborhoods. Well, affluent neighborhoods generally don't include people of minorities in this country. Why? Because 40 acres and a mule got busted before you got to 18 fucking acres. You know, um, there wasn't even a fucking mule in the equation.
0: So. But I'll tell you, the isn't best place it, you're going to find the best music and the best food well, yeah, and the best absolutely, people absolutely. and the best
1: culture times. Is, culture is set aside. We know that. What I'm saying is, isn't it funny that we can all relate to the fact that we we grew up in societies that didn't actually um, diversify us, that didn't actually really put us in contact with people on a regular basis because there's this uh, exacerbation of wealth toward living in affluent neighborhoods, living in, living in gated gated communities, we'll call them even now. Maybe the gate wasn't up, yeah. right? You're, when your parents, if your parents were like mine, when they were young, they wanted to live in the better-looking community. Well, the better-looking community usually wasn't in the inner fucking city, you know. So there was always this expectation that we were going to move to a better place, so you can go to a better school, so you can have a better education. That's all denying the idea that diversity actually makes us better, right? And it does, yep. proven, proven. In every organic substance on this earth, there's proven that diversity actually improves the health, the biology.
2: I mean, how often do white folk try to take over other people's culture because it's more interesting than theirs? Because white people
0: have no culture?
1: Because we forced <laughs> ourselves out of culture.
0: I'll fucking say it. Because we said white it people was have no culture.
1: Not be well, in a neighborhood of culture.
0: We you we are, we are an adaptive... We are in an adaptive collection of other cultures.
2: I I think white people have culture, but they just don't find it as interesting.
1: Have you heard white jazz? It's not good. It's not good at all.
2: (laughs) Well, if you look back at like, you know, um, for me, I love my Norse history and my Scottish culture and, Having a kilt that represents my family and listening to fucking bagpipe music yeah. that drives everyone else. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. There
1: is nothing. That but, is the
0: culture, yeah. but um, um, literally, America has no culture. Oh. We are a culmination yeah, of yeah. other cultures.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I will. I, I'm, I'm gonna. I hope that this. Like, I hope we, this. Like you out. and I
0: as brewers, like we we are combining the culture of old school Bavarians and English and Irish. You know, into
2: skiers are combining the cultures of alcoholics and broke people. You know,
1: (laughs) I'm both of those things. God damn. I am in no way saying if you are a person who is as clear skinned as I that you cannot be proud of who you are. I want to go out on the record and say that's not what I'm saying. I am saying if you are a person who is as clear skinned as I and you want to be blind to your history, the near pride doesn't really fucking matter to me. If you want to say you I'm know. a proud human and yes, I look like this, but I care about other people. I want to recognize how my actions affect other people. And I want to make this world better. Guess what? You're my homie and I'll buy you a beer. Me being young or younger than the atrocities that have happened at the hands of the color of the skin that maybe I didn't do it. But I'm not going to sit here and say I'm proud and I don't recognize that. I'm proud and I absolutely recognize that and I'm not proud of that fucking part of my history. I'm proud I'm, of who I'm just, I am as a person.
0: I'm just, I, I'm proud I to know. be alive and appreciate the same things that other people appreciate regardless of regionality, Brett. skin color, religion, belief system, like, Oh, cool! You like music? I like music. Doesn't matter that we like different kinds of music, but we appreciate the same thing. Sure, sure, sure. chord like food, or fucking beer, or good ganja. Wow. You know, like all these things. Like we need to. Uh,
1: we 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 do need uh, to. We, we need an avatar. We do need to start recognizing. <laughs> and I say this, I say this on our, on our podcast, and we are three white men. We do need to start recognizing and always always remembering that. We've had a leg up for a long fucking time. Yeah. We didn't ask for that leg up. We didn't, maybe we didn't want no, that we, leg up. No, we assumed that leg we, up. We got that leg up and we took it.
0: No, we, we assumed
1: it because that's, that's our history. <sighs> that's our history. It's so you know, aggregate. And in order to change the future, we have to start acknowledging our history in a very real fucking way. And part of it starts with us saying, Hey, we don't like what's happening outside. At all, but we understand that we got to where we're at because of what's happening outside, and I don't like that. I don't like it. Yeah. We didn't choose it, but I'm against it. I'm the, against the it 150 percent. I would give it all back I think, if I could. you know
2: Yeah, no, I think looking back in the last couple of years of my life, the thing that stands out to me the most, as far as like recognizing how lucky I am. Um, to be white and how privileged I am. It, if I had gotten pulled over for my DUI, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever it was, and instead of calling my chef in the morning from jail te- calling my dad when I get out and being like, Hey, I got a DUI. What if instead my parents were getting called and said, Hey, your son acted unruly with the police. And so they shot him and he's dead now. Right. Right. Cause that would never happen to me or you like, that's not a thing in our world, but how many black parents are afraid of their kids getting pulled over for something even less important than a DUI. I've seen videos of a kid who ran a stop sign was being held at gunpoint because he was black.
1: Yeah. I've done enough enough illegal. If I was a person of color, I would not be here with you guys today.
2: I've thought about it hundreds of times.
0: Not even fucking close. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Nope.
2: If, If, I
0: have if I had been really black that night, mistake. would I
1: still be alive? And and so again, this is I... not this is not about bashing one race or the other. No, this this is, yeah. this is about being a, this proud is about realizing to be who you are. This is about realization that there is a system in place that we have all embraced for a long time because it's been easy for us, but it ain't been easy for everybody. And there's a very clear line between who it's been easy for and who it's not and if you're not willing to admit that i don't know how you look at yourself in the mirror every day and say am i good if for-? you don't
0: understand perspective you got to you got to start judging yourself anything harder. other than your own point of view yeah. then
1: you got to start looking at this guys our nine viewers we're, we're not <laughs> we're not going to be able to have a
0: conversation as far um, as
1: i'm concerned we didn't start this we started this podcast to drink beer talk about beer and joke about shit
0: and then the world got <laughs> fucking real then the
1: world got really real and 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 For anyone who would claim to use that quote out of context, the world has always been real. But the world put it in our face on video, virally, that's a double entendre, and everywhere. And if we're not going to talk about this now, then there is no point about Josh with you guys about beer flavor and having a good time drinking it. Y'all know we we love drinking beer. We will
0: get back to that. We'll
1: get back to that. You've listened to yeah. nine episodes. We drink a shitload Holy of shit. beer. Holy
0: shit. We're going on a block four after this.
1: But we're going to go into what double the, digits. What the uh, fuck are
0: we going to talk about?
1: But if you're not willing to, and this is, this is is uh, this is me personally. This is not Final Gravity. This is not the companies that I work for. This is me. If you're not willing to wake up tomorrow morning and take a hard look at yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, there are some things I've propagated that weren't my decision, but... They're happening.
0: I have a, then, I have, I have then, a better then question take to ask I yourself. From the part when you look at yourself in the mirror tomorrow morning, I want you to ask yourself, why do I believe this?
1: Why, why am I here and what am I going to do next to make this world a better fucking place? Because you know what? That's the stress I bear with myself every fucking day right now.
0: Yeah, why do I believe this? Why do I believe the, world the things is I do? spinning
1: out of control. If you don't see that, you're part of the problem.
0: I'm calling There's everyone... A, I'm calling all three of our listeners out. <laughs> it's to nine. Say,
1: it's three to the third power. Right. It's
0: I'm sorry. So all nine. All nine, man, all nine of our listeners. I'm power. calling everyone out. And <laughs> I was actually inspired by our friends out in Portland, Oregon, Josh. Um, First power. V and T. Middle side. Top wise. Side top wise to be. Yeah. To tell you, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror in the morning, and ask yourself, why do you believe the things that you believe? Question why you believe in the things that you believe in, regardless of what they are. But why do you believe in them? Think outside and...
1: Your own personal box. Think outside of it.
0: Push yourself into into an uncomfortable zone for a moment. Even if you don't like it, most people aren't going to or aren't even going to fucking bother following through, but that's okay. But ask yourself, why do you believe the things that you believe?
2: I think it's one of my favorite quotes. Um, He who plants the seed of a tree, knowing he will never personally sit in its shadow, understands the meaning of life. Do good things for other people, not just for yourself.
1: Your actions have reverberations. This is a domino strand just falling down the line. Josh is absolutely right. Do things because they will better others. Because there are others in the future. People are not thi- even born Other yet. people have done things to better you.
0: I've seen a, I've seen a cartoon of that, and it's seeds. someone you know, a, a father planting a tree, and it says like, "Why are you? How come you're planting this here? Like, you won't see it grow all the way." He's like, "No, but your son will." Yeah. And it goes to like the that father being buried next to the tree. And him pushing his his son on a swing on that right. tree, you know. So there's like that completed fucking loop.
1: I've always heard the uh, um, I, I forget what it's called. Abridged quote of what Josh said, which is just uh, uh, to to truly understand the meaning of life is to plant shady trees you will never sit under. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, that reverberates with me, Johnny like, fucking appleseed, bro. Everything I do <laughs> is that. Am I doing something that is actually making life better for another human being aside from myself? And maybe that's the biggest difference, right? Maybe that's the biggest difference in good people. That's why we
0: make beer, man.
1: Is that I'm trying to do something (laughs) that impacts another human being positively enough that they might go out and be the spark that changes everything.
0: That's why we make beer, man. That's why we make
1: beer. Um, I'm sitting here with two human beings I love with all my heart. I'm sitting here with nine listeners that I love with all my heart. We're getting to the end, I think, of our episode. We, we got deep on a lot of things, and we kind of cruised around a lot of topics. And we didn't do a great job of reporting, but that's not what this podcast is about. But Three Plato is about uh, yeah. having a tough conversation with three drunk it, It's
0: all about the organic and fucking environment. Did a good job there, of that. there is no. Some of us drank
1: there... scotch and Corona. Some of us drank craft beer. I've actually
2: expanded uh, Scotch Corona and rye whiskey.
1: Oh, shit. (laughs) Good night, Josh. It's been good to talk to you.
0: So, I appreciate my man Peaches out there in Bend, Oregon, coming in. Love you, brother. Every week and hanging out with us. My buddy CJ, who is... Taught me more than I will ever hope to know About the things that I love to do With my creativity Our closeout music tonight Comes from A couple of close friends uh, Triple T Chatch of the Empty Souls And their boy Mayday Put out a new track called Other Side we
2: Are we getting copyrighted for this? Are we get sued? Man I'm,
0: I, I know the producer left. I <laughs> got this covered I, I mean we're probably going to get copyrighted I'm not going to lie this is though? All right.
2: Everybody, we love you all. Love you Wear a fucking face mask and think about how your fucking Final Gravity thing. says Final put thing.
0: on your face mask.
2: Much love. i to a place that you never seen. Maybe kind of think once in your dream. I ain't no
1: fiend. I'm just coffee green. That's why I can't describe the things I've seen. Life is off from the scene of the sea, but it could have been worse. cuz I got beat, and I got keen. You can take a seed. You can follow me.